Welcome to another Tiny Tech Talk. Just going to take 10 minutes of your time to talk about the tech topic of the day and then also weave in a little pep talk as well to keep you encouraged and inspired. Today, my inspiration for my Tiny Tech Talk is based on the class I happen to be teaching this week, which is Agile. It was a conversation that I had after class with a few students. And what they're, I'm finding is that people are getting very frustrated with these half attempts at Agile. And management may not realize this, but they're doing their organization a disservice by these random approaches to Agile. Yes, there's a lot of flexibility with Agile, but you have to know what the various approaches and ceremonies, the positive and negatives are, versus a random approach, which is just picking and choosing what suits you for the moment. Because a lot of that is based on a very short-sighted approach to Agile versus a long-term and what I call a healthy approach to Agile. People are looking for a silver bullet. So they want to run to Agile and replace everything that is wrong with what their current approach is. But quite honestly, if you have a dysfunctional team, people who don't like or respect each other, who aren't good at communicating, Agile in and of itself isn't going to address that. If you have a product owner that's unreasonable and unrealistic, again, Agile's not going to fix that. If you have management that promotes finger-pointing and superstars that sacrifice their own needs for the team, or you have management that micromanages, Agile's not going to fix that. And that's the big difference between Agile, the mindset, and Agile, the methodology. Agile was never meant to be a methodology. So it's not just taking a given ceremony, and if you implement this ceremony or that ceremony, that you'll fix everything that's wrong with your team. But if you go into Agile first trying to address the mindset and promoting the values of Agile, what you'll, what you'll encounter is a cultural change. Then once you fix those things and those flaws in your culture, then you'll be able to reap the true benefits of Agile, which is lean documentation, just-in-time requirements. Those are the benefits after you've actually addressed what's wrong with your environment. One of the most important things that I always promote about Agile is that the Agile culture is about putting the team before the individual. So when introducing Agile, there has to be a lot of egos addressed because IT in general has promoted and created a lot of prima donnas from the time we go into the interview and we talk about me, my, what I did, what I accomplished. And then once joining the team, 
it's all about showing off so you can get recognitions and awards and get the promotions and the titles. All of that changes with Agile. It's not about me, my, and standing out. It's about what is, what's best for the team, what the team has accomplished, and are what you doing helping the team or hurting the team. That type of mindset, you don't just learn that in a training class. And this is coming from someone who does training for a living. The Agile curriculum that I actually do, I don't even call it a training class. It's a boot camp because you have to have immersion and a change in the environment and really expose people and even push them and make them feel uncomfortable so that they see how behaviors have to change, how you have to replace your habits. This is so important around Agile. So yes, with Agile, you hear about a lot of people hiring coaches because again, if they're truly promoting the Agile values, it takes time for you to change those behaviors to really get a well-formed team. Now, all that said, again, some of the signs of a well-formed and well-performing team include people that are engaged, they feel respected, they feel heard, they're willing to do things for the team. And then when people feel heard and respected and feel like they're making a contribution, they're not getting burned out. They're not leaving. And that's important, Agile, because it's expensive to take high performers and get them all working as a team just to have attrition and have them leave and having to replace them with someone else and having them having to come up to speed. So management has to understand that investment into a healthy agile team. A healthy agile team is sustainable. Okay. The other piece is as individuals on an agile team, you also have a voice. There is the the retrospect. And if you don't feel like you have a voice at the retrospect, then you need to call out that the retrospect is broken. And the person that you should be able to foremost talk to is your scrum master. Because your scrum master's number one job, even above and beyond just maintaining numbers and charts and burn downs and velocity, their number one responsibility is the health of the team. Whereas if they're more concerned with their charts and their burn downs and their numbers and their status, let's call them what they are, project managers. Scrum masters need to be looking out for the health of the team and protecting the team from others who don't understand agile values. Now, the other piece is, yes, 
you do need coaches. People sometimes say, if you have a scrum master, why do you need a coach? Because sometimes the scrum master even needs coaching. There's a lot of different programs that you can go out, take a class, take a test, and get a scrum master certification. And even if you've practiced and, and, and been a practitioner as a scrum master with one organization, a whole different team, you might need other tools and tips and tricks in order to make that team and create that healthy team. So new scrum masters or scrum masters with only one experience also need to be coached. Now, all that said, my last message is to management and, and to executives. You want to go to Agile. Agile is continuous process improvement. Management executives, you also need to go to training because I have seen some people that were willing to do whatever it takes to make the project and the team successful. And yet, I've seen upper management manipulate Agile to where it undermined the true values. Management has to understand how they recognize and reward people reinforces certain behaviors. The other thing that I see, whether it's management or the business, the product owner, they want Agile to work for them, but they don't think the rules of Agile apply to them. This is not a sustainable and healthy environment for Agile. So Agile training, Agile concepts and Agile values work best when the whole organization gets some type of primer on what the values are from the top to the bottom throughout IT as well as the product owners who have the frontline contact with IT. So it's a big endeavor. It's an expensive endeavor. But if you're looking for a sustainable, healthy, agile environment, it's well worth it. I've seen some of the most engaged, happy, and excited IT resources that I've seen more so with Agile than I have over my 30 years in the business. It's a great program. There's a lot of ways to do it wrong, but when you do it right, you'll know it and your employees will love it. All right, that's our tech talk for tonight. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey, if you have a question, don't forget, email it to me, technologyexpresso at gmail.com or download my app, Technology Expresso. Then you can communicate and leave us messages directly. All messages sent through our app or via our text will take priority. We'll make sure and get those answered as quick as possible. All right. Thanks. Have a good evening.